This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You might assume we're both good at presenting to a live audience because of this podcast. But at the end of the day, when we record, it really feels like we're just talking to one another. Presenting information in person in a formal setting to a large audience is something that still makes us really nervous. To prepare for a live speaking event we're hosting together, we turn to our masterclass subscription to not only refine our presentation skills, but to build our confidence in a different kind of public speaking capacity. Between Robin Roberts, Hillary Clinton, and Kevin Hart's expertise, our confidence skyrocketed. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass helps you actually do it. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master negotiate with Chris Voss, think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or plan your dream wedding with celebrity event planner Mindy Wise, Masterclass has you covered. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like our latest aha moments from Robin Roberts' effective and authentic communication class that we watched before our event presentation. She taught us how to establish a genuine connection with the audience from the start. I'll always be a little nervous before presenting, but Masterclass prepared us in a way that dialed my nerves down and gave me tools to ground myself. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Get 50% off right now at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of the therapy group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself. Hello. We are so excited for you to hear this week's episode of Shrink Chicks. Today, we're joined by one of our amazing therapists and one of my very best friends, Amy Crichton, and her brother, Josh. Josh and Amy share their incredible story with us of how they discovered just a few years ago that they were siblings. Spoiler alert, our parents' generation probably did not anticipate DNA test kits being so accessible. Josh explains how he found out that the wonderful father who raised him turned out to not be his biological father from a really simple Christmas gift of an Ancestry.com kit. And Amy shares her perspective on how that news impacted her and her family of origin. Stay tuned to hear their incredible story, the way in which everything unfolded, and what their relationship with one another looks like now, and so much more. Hey, welcome to today's episode of Shrink Chicks. And we have two very special guests, Amy and Josh. They're going to tell us a little bit of a story about discovering and expanding uh, family. So, Josh and Amy, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> I think that Josh should start. I, I think agree. it's right. I think it's it's his family. So, Josh, tell us a little bit about expanding and um, reopening, and I guess redefining the ideas of family and life that you've been doing the past uh, few years now. Okay. Well. <laughs> It's been uh, it's been a pretty wild ride. I'll say that uh, to start with. So I'll give you like the maybe the basic overview of how uh, how it all came about. 
and then kind of where we're where we're going now. I think it was 2017-ish. My wife bought me a Ancestry DNA kit. I think that was a pretty pretty popular uh, new thing at the at the time. So it took quite a while for results to to come in. So that was cool because I I was always been like uh, interested in uh, heritage and things like that, and you know that's just something that interested me. She I didn't ask for it. She surprised me with it. It was kind of cool. A uh, couple of months later, it was like April timeframe. By the time we got uh, results back and whatnot, I get an email, open it up. And so my last name's Weaver. I understood the heritage to be you know, German and whatnot. Uh, so, okay. So I'd actually traced my name out back, uh, you know, on the ancestry thing. And then I, I get the, get the thing and it says, you know, here's your, here's your DNA analysis or whatever. And I don't see German. And I say, okay, that's the first question. What's going on? <laughs> and then, um, and then that also links you to people. Uh, you know, like, hey, this person's your first cousin, this person, you know, based on with this other people that are in the database. And so it was, uh, there was some close relations, second cousins that I'm like, I don't even know these names. So my mom contacted me that same day and she said, hey, did you ever get those results back? I'm like, funny enough, I did. And she said, okay, well, let's, let's get together this week and talk about it. And so with, uh, with the relations that were matched on the, on the DNA kit uh, or thing, um, you know, my wife is, uh, she's very talented at social media. And so she was able to, you know, you know, find some names and find people and find things. So kind of saw that there was like a relation to uh, the area that, that we live in now. I'm like, okay, this is, this is cool. So I kind of like had an idea of like a family tree traced out. And then, uh, you know, she came over and then basically revealed to me, hey, you know, this, this happened, uh, you know, year, years ago, she wasn't sure. And uh, so, you know, she gave me uh, my dad Henry's name. So probably if, as we talk, I'll, I'll mention, uh, I'll just say this, I'll say like my dad Buck or my dad Henry. Yeah. Just for, just for clarification, if we uh, get into anything like that. Um, so uh, my dad Henry is the, uh, is my biological father. And so, okay. So it was like immediately right away understood because um, we had the, the tree traced out. So obviously it was a surprise, but it, it was okay because I kind of recognized, you know, I'm an adult, you know, and receiving this information as an adult. So it was, uh, that was an okay thing. I understood her position. She was really young. She was 20. And, you know, there was certainly some fear factors then. And, and, you know, there's not a confirmation of any sort. So, so it was like, okay, that's the, that's the deal. So then I had to decide like, what am I, what am I going to do? What, what am I going to do with this information, right? There's a whole, you know, there's folks out there that aren't aware. And uh, so then there was uh, some lamenting back and forth. Of like, okay, what do I do? Because this could, you know, recognize trying to be sensitive to other people, drop a bomb on somebody, you know, or ruin somebody's life potentially by, uh, you know, by, by saying, hey, this happened, you know, what, what happened back, you know, almost 40 years ago, but it, it still matters. So uh, long story short, I guess, eventually decided that, uh, you know, I know two reasons I, I would want to know. Um, and yeah, I have, I have two sons. So I wanted to know, you know, okay, that would, my only expectations initially were let's, uh, let's talk about, you know, is, is there anything I need to know? Like, <clears throat> you know, from a medical perspective and, and I would just want to know, but what happened was not what I was expecting and much, much greater than, uh, than I had anticipated. Eventually, once we finally got to hook up and uh, and and start talking, the reception was uh, was immediate, mind-blowingly immediate welcome to the family, type of 
type of reception that uh, my wife is trying to prepare me for, but I was like, yeah, right. No, come on. Really exceptional. Um, and our, our first meeting, Amy was there and she served as uh, I don't know. It, I'm so glad you were there. <laughs> me too. Who knows what happened? So, so for clarification, right. So Henry is also my dad. So Josh's bio dad, Henry is my bio dad too. And you know, the, bio dad sounds like a really cold way to put it he's my dad <laughs> <laughs> so and your one, dad you were raised your whole life with you know yeah, that, my yes, whole life, yeah, that was mean, your dad yeah yeah so there's there's two other siblings right josh and i have um a brother johnny and a sister cassie too who are the siblings that i was raised with that are from my parents so they're in my family of origin and josh had messaged my dad or you had messaged or our dad. See, this is a thing that I'm still getting used to. <laughs> Just the language of it all. You had messaged dad's cousin who then reached out to dad, I think. I messaged I messaged him first. We found him on Facebook, but there was like, you could tell he didn't even see the message. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Right. he doesn't know how to use Facebook. Right. Henry right. was not so, hanging out right, on the book. Right, okay, yeah. right, yeah. That was so my, yeah, our first goal was to message him first. And then we, <laughs> we, we gave it. And even in that message, I said, you know, if I don't hear from you or you don't see this, whatever, I'll, I'll try other a- aspects. And so, yeah, yeah. so I, I reached out to another contact that I saw on Ancestry. Right, right. And I don't even remember who it is or anything. I probably don't know them that well. But so then dad told Johnny, well, he told my mom, Lynn. And then he then told Johnny. And so then that same day, Johnny came over to my house and said, like, if I knew something about dad, that was dad's (laughs) secret to tell you, but I already knew it. Would you want me to tell you? And I said, absolutely. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Who says no to that? (laughs) And just the dynamics of our family, I'm like really used to everyone telling me anything anyway. Very, I'm very middle child, middle of everything. So then Johnny said, you know, dad has another son. And we looked at Josh's Facebook and then, you know, we were like, holy shit. Like you guys look so much alike. Johnny and Josh look so much alike. And then Josh looks so much like dad. I mean, like, even though we didn't do like a paternity test proper, there's, I don't think any denying it. (laughs) Like like identical. Like I, Yes. yes, yes. I have yeah. known Henry since I was 14 years old. And yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me, so it, you know, it's sort of interesting. So Josh, you sort of said, you know, your wife was the one who's like, oh, you could have this whole other family. And you didn't think that was going to happen. You had had it in your head that this was going to be um, logistical and, 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 and critical right. in some way. You didn't think that it would involve, can, can I ask you about that? Um, I, I don't know if it was uh, part of me managing my own expectations, right? You know, like certainly once, once we, once my mom, you know, told me, told me his name and like, we looked and like, okay, man, like, she's like, you have siblings, oh. you know, like I grew up an only child. So, and like, in something like I actually always wanted, I always wanted siblings, interestingly. So, but I was, you know, definitely trying to manage my own expectations there, you know, like, Hey, listen, I have to, I had to, you know, realistically prepare like for someone to say, Hey, you know buzz off pal um, you know thanks for the info but you know but that's just the way it is mm-hmm. and i would understand that i wouldn't have been upset and so that's why i kind of went in and said right what what's the minimum amount of data that i think any reasonable person would would give me and I, that i feel that i i need regardless and that's uh you know that's for you know i have my family 
my sons and whatnot, and I need to know. And uh, if there's anything that I need to know about, I think anybody, any reasonable person, whether they were interested in a relationship or not, I would hope they would at least be willing to uh, to give that up. So whether I really wanted something more or not, it's hard to say at this point. Uh, I probably I probably did, but uh, wouldn't allow allow myself to uh, to go there. Right, like the fear of of the disappointment sounds yeah. like kept you from right, which right, makes yeah. which makes a lot of sense. I, as you're saying, I think that so often it doesn't turn out in this way where like there's such a connection. Anyone else feeling like the mental load of making dinner, the planning, the shopping, the prep, figuring out the timing? It's a little heavy to carry, huh? Same. That's why I am so grateful for Hungry Root. The food quality, simple recipes, true tastiness, and delivery right to my door is truly a game changer. When getting started, you take a fun, short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know you, what you like to eat, and more. Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to use. So you can sit back, relax, and offload the many steps of meal planning. Each order is fully customizable so you can take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, healthy snacks, smoothies, sweets, ready meals, kids' snacks and meals, vitamins, supplements, much more. My favorite item from my latest box was the honey citrus chopped salad, lemon pepper chicken, and the four cheese tortellini. You gotta try it for yourself. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's gotta taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Shrink Chicks listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. I am thrilled that the weather is finally warming up here in Philly. I went to switch out my closet the other day from my fall winter wear to my spring summer wear and noticed that I very much needed a refresh. So thank goodness for Quince that allows me to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I refresh my closet with the high-waisted linen shorts that come in multiple colors and patterns, the comfiest cotton tees, and my latest favorite, the smocked mini dress. And don't miss out on their accessories. Quince has the coolest sunglasses and 14 karat gold jewelry to complete any look. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, making me feel even better about my purchases. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash shrinkchicks for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash shrinkchicks to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash shrinkchicks. Okay, so okay, so Amy, you get this information from Johnny. <laughs> yes. And you're like, oh, I never has it, right. Amy's personality is like, it, I mean, Josh, you probably speak to this. Amy's love. Like Amy's aura is surrounded with love. She's like, oh, I want family, I want people, and I'm gonna like welcome. I would imagine knowing you for as long as I have, Amy, you probably were the same way in this situation. Yeah. You're like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I mean, Josh had spoke to like the first time we met. And so when I found out this information, I had just had 
my first child, my son. So I had a newborn and eventually like the way it transpired is Johnny told me, but I wasn't allowed to tell anyone that I knew. So then, you know, maybe a week later, Johnny's at my house and our sister Cassie calls Johnny and says, I have this information that I know that you now have too, because dad told me. And Johnny's like, oh, I'm with Amy. And she's like, oh shit, is she allowed to know? And he's like, I already told her. So then like, <laughs> there's this whole like whisper down the lane thing that happens of like, this person knows, but they're not allowed to know. I knew, but I couldn't say anything to anybody. Then eventually like, it, it was all convoluted. So then eventually like, I think like a month passed maybe. And my dad still hadn't said anything to me. So I said to him, okay, so I know what's going on right? Like, what are we, what's the deal? And, um, I, I think soon after he had reached back out, cause it, there was a period of time, Josh, where you had reached out to him and he didn't respond for a little. I sent him the initial contact in like in April, like right after, right after I found out and then found out enough that, uh, cause one thing I, I was concerned about, I said earlier, it was like, you know, destroying somebody's life. So I had some, you know, a couple of candid conversations with my mom to find out like, you know, because I knew he was married, like, was he married at the time? He wasn't. So I'm like, okay, so like, that's like, that might have played a different role. I might have done things a little bit differently. I don't know. But like, okay, I don't think that's going to you know destroy any, uh, any lives. Let's it's going to reach out. So I reach out like almost as soon as I had that information, like April, and I think it was July that I got my first contact back. So I don't, I don't know how long it was from April to like, okay, there's nothing, maybe a couple of weeks before I sent something to the, the cousins on in ancestry, Mm -hmm. but it was like, it was July when I, when I got my first contact back, it was, it was Josh Weaver. I don't do Facebook. Email me at this, at this, uh, (laughs) at this message. That was your first correspondence with your biological father. That is the most Henry thing I've heard in my entire life. I know it is. It's so funny because he had like, I feel like dad has like this like outer shell, but then once you get to know him, he's just like all mush and gush and love. Right. But he definitely leads with that harder part of himself. So it's so interesting. I never thought of it that way, that that was your first contact. It it felt, I mean, it it felt like, okay, uh, you know, legitimate, like, okay, I don't, I don't know this because I was like, he dressed me like my, my full name. So like I, I bought it, you know, it, it didn't seem cold. It seemed mechanical, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, so can I ask a little bit about, so then at some point there's a decision is made to meet in person. I'm assuming there was maybe phone calls before that you had some type yeah. of uh, conversation with Henry. Can I hear a little bit about that first meeting and that decision? Sure. Because that that's a big thing. It's saying like, I'm going to right? like, it's sort of this large step that I would imagine a lot of thought and consideration went into. So at first, it's kind of like uh, any uh, online dating relationship, right? It starts with uh, just the texts and then uh, and then like phone calls and then meeting in person. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so initially, so he gave me the email address and I emailed him, you know, kind of with a little bit additional information, probably almost the same information that I had given. I, in my initial contact, you know, I'm a I'm an engineer by trade. So I laid everything out technically, you know, very, you know, kind of you know, almost like a report like I you know I found this I linked this to this blah 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 like the whole story and and based on my you know my evidence I've reached the conclusion I believe I'm your biological son right 
that's just how I operated that first uh, that first contact. So yeah, so we emailed back and forth, and then we're like, okay, let's have a let's have a conversation. So we had to have a conversation. I remember I was uh, I was driving, I was working in downtown Pittsburgh, and like, all right, we're talking today, you know, on my on my commute home, and uh, you know, so it was uh, and it was it was cool, awesome from the from the very get go. I remember like being nervous, kind of in the in the in the truck driving home and like, okay, the phone calls come and then it comes and like, um, you know, to hear, to hear his voice for the first time was, uh, was, was pretty wild. Right. And like, I remember like bits and pieces of the, of the conversation and even where I was driving, I don't know, that's, there's some, some vivid memories from, from that, you know, cause I had, uh, and, and honestly, this speaks, you know, to him, uh, volumes, like, you know, cause I had offered like, Hey, listen, like, I know that this is weird. You know, I'm a, I'm a adult too. And if someone would come to me like, okay, I could have some questions or some suspicions or whatever. Um, and I offered, uh, I offered like, you know, Hey, you know, if, if you wanted to do like a, a proper paternity test or whatever, like, I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And it's, it's up to you. And he like just dismissed it. And he was like, no, he was like, from the get go, our very first conversation, he said, no, he said, I, you know, he said, I, you know, I, I see the evidence. I see what's going on. He said, and I recognize you as my son. And I'm like, holy crap. He used, you know, actually used that word in our very wow. first conversation, which, which caught me off guard, uh, to be honest, but, uh, it was, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I'm feeling emo- I'm yeah. fe- as you're telling the story, I'm feeling emotional. And yeah. so I'm I'm just wondering what that was like for you to to really because that I think it's a, just such a brave thing to do to go into this so open and because there's so many things along the way that like kind of leave you very vulnerable. And so I'm just I'm wondering what that was like for you to hear that from him. Yeah, it was uh it was a surprise first because I mean things were moving, you know, like we had just like you know, our first our first conversation, right? And it and it was, you know, and I was still processing things, I, although I had longer time probably to to figure out, but I didn't like I didn't really fully understand or have an idea of like where the relationship was going. And uh so I was my the situation I was in when we even started this was uh my dad I'll say my dad Buck, who is who I, who raised me, right? Uh, he had passed away in 2015. So, part of part of that was uh, I don't know if there was uh, there certainly was some like okay, felt like a trespass against him in in, in a certain way, right? And I had to come to uh, to maybe my own okay understanding that like okay, you know, because I mean that the, from that very first conversation, it was like familial right like you're part of the family and so after that probably started i started to think like okay like this is this is you know real becoming part of another family is that a a trespass is that you know i didn't want to dishonor anybody in 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 any way and also not offend and i'm looking forward to this new relationship that's coming so it was like a balance of things uh eventually i got to the point where i realized that you can have you can have two dads. It's okay. Right. And, uh, and, uh, it doesn't uh, diminish anything that, uh, you know, my dad Buck had done in, in our relationship. It doesn't, it doesn't lessen anything there. And it's just an, uh, another opportunity, uh, for, for growth, but it took me a little while to come to that, yeah. uh, to that position, I think just to be, to be comfortable with, with the growth. Now, 
regarding our first meeting and whatnot, um, actually in person, my dad, Henry and I had a, had a plan. We had talked back and forth. We're like, we're going to take this slow. He and I were going to meet, you know, have a sandwich together and just him and I, right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we had a couple. The most Henry thing ever. Right? Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. And, um, and then, uh, it just so happened that, uh, was it, uh, Labor Day mm-hmm. was coming up, coming up and, uh, yeah. And you guys were coming to visit, uh, grandma. So he was like, He's like, well, timeline isn't going to be exactly how we want it to be. Are you okay with that? You know, we're going to be there in person like next week. I'm like, okay. So, uh, so let's, you know, let's do it. I had a meeting at a restaurant that's, uh, that's kind of, kind of nearby. And, uh, geographically speaking, we live in, we live in the Philadelphia area. Like, uh, I do. And then Henry and my mom, Lynn, um, Josh and his family live in Western PA. So it's a bit of a drive, but both of my parents, our parents are from our dad. See, I just really can't <laughs> not yeah. get that right. Yeah. <laughs> the parents are from Western PA and my, our dad's mom, Cecilia, who's still alive. God bless her. She's like what, 103 now. A oh champion. A champion still cooking. So we were coming out to visit her. And it was Lynn, my mom, Henry, our dad, and me and my then very young baby, Miles. So we were all coming out. And so we had, I guess, Henry and Josh had organized this sandwich meeting. So it did it didn't just end up being you and Henry. Right. Was it everyone at first? No. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So that was the, that was the initial plan. But once uh, once everybody was coming this way, I said, all right, let's let's sure. Let's let's do it. So my wife, Chandra and I and uh, and so we we decided our boys, well, I guess, how old were they then? Four and six, mm-hmm. I guess. So we, we kind of said, all right, this first meeting, let's we're going to keep them, keep them home. And uh, we didn't, you know, inform them any of anything because you know, just we wanted the, you know, the ability to also talk get to know each other so uh, my wife Chandler and I went over and we kind of set the restaurant up and uh wow went there and does it I uh you know got the our, our first picture you know t- together it actually comes up on our little uh digital frame every now and then it's pretty wow. cool yeah so when we got there it was a kind of it was kind of weird at first right because like, sure. like what do we talk about I mean we have so much in common and yet we don't know each other at all right um but eventually I mean, I feel like I don't, I, I guess this is just like my personality. I was like pretty, I got comfortable right away. And we were like talking about like, oh, I've, you know, I think Lynn or Henry were like, when are we gonna, what's the plan moving forward? And I was like, you guys should come to Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Immediately. Yeah. It was like first conversation. Like, well, okay. Right. <laughs> We're doing holidays together now, right? <laughs> so, so Josh is going in like, okay, like I'm just gonna see where this goes. And Amy's like, I got a brother, and I'm gonna fucking love this guy. And like, I'm in, right? And like, Thanksgiving, you're coming to the next thing. Yeah, you were like, Amy is like, you were fully in, man. Yeah, I was fully in. I mean, Johnny and I, when Johnny told me, we were like, this is great. We're in, <laughs> and we basically, Johnny and I had decided together that day that he came over and told me regardless of what Henry decides to do, we're going to pursue a relationship with Josh. Like that's our sibling. We're, we're bringing him into the fold. Wow. It's like, you know, I think I, I said this 
Josh and I were talking on the phone about something else the other day. And I said, like, I don't want to make you feel trapped, but (laughs) you're trapped now. I know where you live. (laughs) Yeah. So, but tell us about that. Like, how has your relationship unfolded since that time? What does that look like? Pretty quickly, I think. I don't, it's so weird because I don't even have a word for it because just finding out that I had this other brother, he just immediately felt like a brother. I like, even when we first met, I was like, wow, like I love him. I I mean, I love his family, like meeting his kids, meeting his wife. Like it was just like, oh, these are my people now. Wow. I'm going to get emotional talking about it because it's just as immediate. It's so crazy. Like, and I'm sure, you know, this happens a lot and I'm sure it's not everyone's experience, but they were just family right away. Yeah. That's uh that's something we talk about is how it, how it was. It did feel immediate. It really did. It was kind of like, all right, let's, let's go. Wow. Yeah. It's like, I don't really believe in like the soulmate thing, but there is like some sort of like string that connects our hearts or something just like from like being related. I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I like, I don't think it has a name, but it's just like, it's there. Wow. There was a comfort, yeah, right? There, there was, there wasn't like literally maybe for the first minute, there was the uncomfortability of like, wow, this is, this is happening. It's real. And this is like, I'd never met, never met anybody before, but that was gone within the first within the first like minute and it's been comfort Did you know that billions of plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles end up in landfills every year? I used to contribute to that waste, constantly buying single-use plastic cleaning products without giving it much thought. But then I discovered Blue Land, and it has been a game changer. Blue Land has helped me eliminate the need for single-use plastic and the products I reach for the most. They are reinventing cleaning essentials. Their approach is simple yet revolutionary. Refillable cleaning products with a sleek design that not only looks great on your counter, but also reduces plastic waste significantly. What I love most is the convenience. With Blueland, I never worry about running out of cleaning supplies or lugging bulky bottles from the store. From hand soap to toilet bowl cleaner to laundry tablets that each smell incredible, all Blueland products are made with clean ingredients you can feel good about. I was blown away when I received my first Blueland order. I immediately filled the bottles with water and their tablets, which was so easy to try everything out. And the ingredients are clean, the scents are refreshing, and the packaging is just so cute. Blueland is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine. If you're you're ready to make a positive change for the planet without sacrificing cleanliness or convenience, Blueland has you covered. Blueland has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash shrinkchicks. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash shrinkchicks for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash shrinkchicks to get 15% off. A really fun fact about me that you might not know is that if I let my hair dry natural, it is a frizzball mess, which is one of the many reasons I absolutely love pros. I truly never thought that I would be able to embrace my natural hair texture. Ever since I switched to a custom hair routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Less frizzy hair, yes, but beyond that too. My hair is shinier, healthier, and so much more manageable. Filming the podcast every week makes checking out my hair unavoidable, and I felt so much more confident on camera thanks to pros. 
Prose is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. The custom shampoo and conditioner combo, plus the hydrating leave-in conditioner and hair oil, keeps the frizz at bay. It also makes for the smoothest blowout. People keep asking me if I got my hair cut or went to the salon, which is, of course, the highest compliment. Pros isn't just better for you, it's better for the planet. They're certified B Corp cruelty-free and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. I used this feature when I moved to my temporary house in New Jersey, back to my house house post-construction project in Pennsylvania. Environmental factors like water source is something that Pros takes into consideration with their customization. So it was very cool that I had the ability to update my location. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin, and they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash shrinkchicks. So you get a free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash shrinkchicks. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash shrinkchicks. Have you discovered like similarities that the two of you have or that you have, you know, is there anything that comes up? Because I'm just hearing that there's this immediate connection that you have. Yeah. Like, what does that look like for the two of you? It's harder for me to identify similarities between Josh and I, but I can definitely see the similarities between Josh and Henry. Like not just in looks, but in personality, the way, even Josh, the way you were talking about how you laid out that initial email of like, here are the facts. This is like, this led me to this, this led me to this. And just like very logical and just like the way that you process things is so much how dad processes them too. Like, just like, this is the information. And then like, maybe the emotional aspect of it kind of like comes in a little bit later, like you feel it, but like. The, your initial processing of a situation is like, give me the facts, give me the logic, give me the info. And I see that as like a, a similarity between you and dad. I feel like there's so many similarities between you and dad. Sure. Yeah. I was just uh, speaking with him last night and we were uh, comparing our, well, I called it stubbornness, but he corrected me and, uh, and he, he rephrased it as determination <laughs> in our, uh, in our personalities. And I like that better. So, uh, I have someone. Uh, I have someone to blame. Like when uh, when I drive Chandra crazy, my wife Chandra crazy. Uh, hey, it's, it's 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 biology. I can't help it. You know. <laughs> that determination. <laughs> right. You know, Josh, you you talk a little bit about the complexity of from a young age. We're told we have for many of us, we have two parents, right? And then things happen, and sometimes you don't have two parents anymore. Whether that's from divorce, whether it's from someone passing, or some loss, right? More people come into our lives. Um, you talked a little bit about maybe some of the complexity that you had to move through with the losing of your father, Buck, and then the gaining of your father, Henry. I mean, I think you're right that like this happened to you at a time in your life. Like, you weren't 15. If you're a 15-year-old boy and you get these news, I think it's easier to be upset with your mom. Sure. Right? Like, I, I think the age where we discover information does change things for us. What was that like then navigating the relationship with your mom? And was it difficult for her in any way? Because all of a sudden you now have this additional family, right? I, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to speak to that at all. Because I think sure. for a lot of people that can feel like, oh, I'm betraying my mom, right? There's like, there's like this feeling of like, I'm, I'm unconsciously hurting somebody or I'm breaking the rules in some way. Sure. So, uh, so from, from her perspective, this was like the night that she told me, you know, she said, listen, this is somebody, something that I've never told 
anybody. She had, she had kept this as a, as a, and she didn't, she, she wasn't a hundred percent sure. Right. So, and I understand, right. It was the you know, early eighties and, you know, and like, you know, whatever. Who knows um, what was happening in those right. times. <laughs> a lot of unprotected. You know, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone. I right. Think. Right. It's good. It's good for the ancestry.com. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, so like she hadn't, it felt like a relief. And I think for her, Right, because she had been hoarding this, uh, or not hoarding, but like keeping this this secret that um, that she hadn't shared with anybody, right? And so I'm sure that had to be a relief for her. And I recognized right away, like you know, like she was she was concerned that like, and I probably just because you know people get on you get into your own head, but she was she was concerned that like my reaction would be poor and I would be, you know, upset and and want to you know it would really affect our relationship. But, uh, but that probably wasn't, that was just more her uh, anxiety coming in rather than, uh, I mean, she, she knows my personality. That's not, not how I would, I would handle it. And uh, as a 20 year old, she, of course she did what she did. Um, but then there was immediate, like uh, she was happy for me, right? She was relieved to have this, you know, known to me, finally or at least a, the the confirmation and she was happy to see me pursue you know these additional familial uh, relationships and so she was re- supportive the the whole time right you know and she kind of gave me gave me permission uh, i don't know if i would have uh, would have required it but she gave me permission to you know to to you know like she said you know this is your story tell it it's okay Right. And that was, uh, that's kind of, it was comforting to know that from her perspective, because like, try to be, try to be sensitive to that too, because I understand, you know, what, what she had to deal with. And that was actually some of the reactions. When I started to first tell people, some of the first reactions that I got from people weren't, weren't like, oh, that had to be hard for you. They were, oh man, that had to be so hard for your mom. Right. And And that caught me off guard. And it actually maybe had to start thinking about that and kind of more from her perspective too. And I, you know, okay, I recognize that actually is the case, but uh, no, that was a, uh, it was su- support probably all, all the way, uh, all the way there. It's every, every step of this seems to be like, if there's, if there's two, two ways that things could go, it's gone the positive way. And I know that's unfortunately not the case in so many, uh, so many relationships, but I think we've been we've been very fortunate in basically all of them. Definitely. It's I definitely agree with that. It sounds that way, right? Like even here, I mean, I this is maybe the most emotional I have felt on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's we're both like crying. It, uh-huh. but but truly like it it really sounds like you have developed all of these really strong special relationships that you haven't had before and that that it it has all come with such support and love. I think the thing that's striking for me as you both talk about this, which is you probably, I imagine you've talked about this in some ways, but like, it's sort of different. You know what I mean? I wonder what it's even like for you like, guys. Has right anyone ever interviewed this. you yeah, about right? your like, relationship it's before? <laughs> to talk about it in this sense. And I would like to know what's coming up for you in that. But I think the thing that's really catching for me is we're talking about deliberate choice, right? Amy talking and sitting with Johnny and saying, I don't really care. <laughs> Whatever Henry does, Henry does. But like, the, Josh is my brother. Like that, like the... There's something so significant, I think, is choking me up about like the intentionality and the consciousness of like 
I am making a choice that this is family too. Like biology aside, like I don't need the official documents. Like this is a choice. This is my brother. We are making these relationships happen. And I think that that is what um, is bringing up a lot of emotions for me. Yeah. And I, I think that that's part of the thing that's so different about this relationship and how uh, we entered into it later when we were all adults is that there were a lot of choices to be made. And I think that's the thing that stands out to me too, is that like, we've chosen to be family out the gate. And I mean, it's not just Josh too. Like I also got a sister-in-law, which I didn't have before. And I got two nephews, which like I'll cry just talking about them. But, um, I'm probably going to right now, uh, but <laughs> like Johnny and Cassie, our other siblings don't have children. And so to get nephews has been like the most amazing thing. And like now my kids have cousins, like they all have each other. And um, one of the things that I think about the most when I think about how Josh came into our lives is that like my kids will never not know. Oh God, this is like, <laughs> you know? I was like, I'm not going to cry. No, we're all going to cry. I know. Um, my kids will never not know. I mean, my daughter was born after Josh was already in the family. So she will, she will never have lived any part of her life without him and without her cousins and without her aunt. And I just think there's something so beautiful about that. It's really cool. Yeah. And, and our kids, uh, you know, they were, they're young enough now where like, that was a concern. Like, are they going to, are they going to, how are they going to deal with this? But it like, kids are funny. They're like, they're like immediately like, okay, this is, this is what's going on. <laughs> they were right? like, they have a and, bay uh, house. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah. So how did you explain it to the kids? Can I ask that? Like, what was the, yeah. What did you and your wife decide? Like, cause they were pretty young, but they still all of a sudden there's other people in their lives. How, how did you broach that together? So, so we were, we were kind of like, uh, okay, let's, let's, we're going to let them lead a little bit, uh, lead a little bit there, you know, introduce them as, uh, we had, we actually had the conversation ahead of time. Uh, this is Pap and Gigi. Like, what do you want to be called? Like, how do we want to be introduced? Right. Uh, we had a, a weekend, they invited us out to their home. Uh, so we go out there and like, that's, I think that was their first meeting with the kids. Cause like when, when we first met here in Western Pennsylvania, it was just at a restaurant that we, you know, excluded the kids from it. So our first meeting or the other Johnny was there and, uh, and it was like, it was the same as, as all this story, uh, immediate, you know, we went to like get a pizza or something and, uh, and then we come back in and, and, uh, Johnny says, okay, I'm, I'm ready to be called uncle Johnny. Right. <laughs> Like that was it, right? And like, and like, they were just like introduced as like this, you know, Pap and Gigi. This is this is this is them, and they're like, okay, these are Pap and Gigi. This is these are my, you know, additional additional grandparents, and and these are your aunts and uncles, and they, you know, so like, it wasn't weird for them because they didn't know. Maybe they typically don't just get introduced to them when you're four or six, right? And it's just like, okay, this is just the way it is, and so it's it's great, and it's. And looking back, they're probably never going to remember a time where this isn't the case, which is also pretty awesome. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to my mom. Oh, my goodness. 
would any of this be happening in this way if it weren't for her? I mean, she also made a very conscious choice. Wait, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about when Henry found out, Lynn found out. So will you speak to that a little bit, Amy? Like, because you watch your mom discover for a lot of people that would be like, how does this affect my marriage? Shocking. And like, that wasn't Lynn at all. No, she immediately was like, this is so fucking cool. (laughs) Like, and she was like, wow, Henry, I think it took Henry longer to wrap his brain around it and to like really be like, okay, I'm, I'm like going in, right? This is what we're doing. My mom was like also immediate. Like she was just like, this is so cool. When are you going to meet him? When are you going to call him? Like she wanted to, and she was in it. I mean, at the restaurant, the first time we met, she's coming with questions. She wants to know all about you guys. And that's her personality too. She's a very curious person. So, you know, she wanted to get all of the information. She had done her own Facebook stalking. Like, I mean, I think that's such a funny part of it. Like we all kind of like saw each other on Facebook. We're like, okay, like this is what they're into, right? But she orchestrates so much of it too. And I mean, some like she really embraced everybody right away. And, you know, when she, she said it to me the other night, she said, we have four kids. Like it's not Henry's son, Josh. It's we have four kids, right? We have four grandchildren, right? Uh, My daughter-in-law, Chandra. Like it's just like, she was a huge part of it too. I mean, I think everyone was making this intentional choice for it to be family the whole way. And with, I think without Lynn, things probably would have moved a lot slower, but she was Hands like, down. yeah, she was hundred percent. I mean, we, we've said that she had the, the power to, to really, you know, stop the process really, or, or really, you know, impede everything. And she's been so awesome in, in all of it. And it's, it's definitely because of that conscious choice that, I mean, that's like almost like the first domino to to make everything fall into place because it's incredible, actually. And I think we owe her we owe her a lot to, yeah. you know, wow. to where we are. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> okay, we typically do calling bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I are we doing that? Today? I don't know. I don't know where to go with this episode. I'm gonna be honest because I I now I want to name the title. What is simple? gift changes your life right like the thing is that like this was not when you were given a simple ancestry dna kit for fun for funsies right right? oh we'll just see a little bit about like what region exactly i'm from and i think the interesting story is that like your story is more and more common every day that we hear about that a simple gift somebody gives for funsies changes everything and you're right not every story looks as beautiful and picturesque as your does and i'm sure there was lots of you know complex feelings around it all deeper than we can get to in a podcast episode but sometimes a simple act changes your entire world if 23 and me doesn't sponsor us for this then they're making a mistake <laughs> was it 23 and miriam saw oh which one was it it was ancestry right I used ancestry, ancestry DNA. Ancestry, oh, sorry. ancestry now does can, not. Don't forget to sponsor this episode. But, um, <laughs> Josh is now the poster child. Um, I'm sure he does not want that at all. No, definitely not. Um, but so typically, I would ask you guys to do calling bullshit. I would like to change that. Although I'm sorry if you prepped for that. I'm wondering if instead we were calling bullshit, 
could you both speak to if there's somebody else with family transforming? If there's something else, what would you want someone else who is in the, the beginning of this to know? What would you want to say to somebody who is maybe where you were a few years ago? I think even though our story is beautiful and overall very positive, there is a lot of complexity, like you said. And something that Josh and I have talked about recently is like this idea of finding out like how strong our relationship is, right? Because it's new and we haven't tested the bonds of it so much. There hasn't been like a huge conflict or anything. So like the question of like, is our relationship fragile? So even though our story is beautiful, I think there's still a lot of complexity and still a lot of difficulty. Mm -hmm. So I would say to anybody going through it, like it's normal for it to be difficult. It's even if it's positive, it's normal to have challenges that are associated with that. And if you can't find the positive, that's okay too. And I think ultimately family isn't defined by DNA. In this case, it just so happens to be. That's what connected us initially. But there was so much more than that. Yeah, I think that's it. Like it's normal for it to be hard. And your family is who you who you choose it to be. So I'm thinking more uh, also for somebody that may be faced with uh, with the questions like, hey, that, you know, I might be in this, I might be in this situation, but I'm afraid to find out or I'm afraid of, uh, of the reaction or response from, from others. Now, obviously we have a, a really positive experience and, but I mean, I, I haven't met, you know, everybody that has had the same, the same amount of positivity, but there's been, there's been both at both ends of the spectrum. Some that's kind of like, we don't care or, or like, yep, you know, similar to our story. I would say it's, uh, it's worth it, you know, for yourself, if you would want, if you need to know, or somebody else might know, you're not going to know how somebody's going to react. And it's, it's okay. There's nothing to, nothing to, to lose by, by, you know, pursuing it and, and, you know, finding out, looking, looking for the answers and then, and then contact. Um, it's, it's a scary a scary place, um, but could have huge, a huge blessing in the end. Yeah. Wow. We cannot thank you enough for coming on and telling your story in your way on today's episode of Shrink Chicks. Thank you. If you want to work with the beautiful shining soul that is Amy, <laughs> you can be added to her wait list at the therapy group. Uh, she is a blessing. We are so lucky that she is one of our clinicians. I have known Amy since I was 14 years old and I have loved her since I was 14 years old and I will love her until the day we are crusty and old together. <laughs> I thought that was about to get dark. Till we die. Know, Till we die. <laughs> Just crusty and old, like a little white doggy. Um, Josh, we can't thank you enough and we are glad that you are now part of the therapy group family in every way that you come. We also beautiful welcome kids and you wife. into our family. Yes, yes. You didn't know. All right. You didn't know, but podcast, you're in now. You all positive. Family it's all now. positive. Family keeps expanding. Right. I love it. We love it. If you like today's episode, we always ask you to send it out to a friend, colleague, the random lady down the street who might enjoy it as well. We ask you to rate, review, subscribe, follow an Apple podcast. You can watch the episode on YouTube, see um, sections of it on Instagram, work with our amazing clinicians at the therapy group. If you are located in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, Florida, California, Delaware. And don't ever forget that to grow yourself, you 
gotta know yourself. We'll see y'all next week at Street Chicks. <laughs>